today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Before we get into this week's episode, which I'm really excited about, I want to explain a few things to you. So first of all, this is not a new episode. This is actually re-airing an episode. I mean, guys, we're on episode 84 now, I think. This is episode 26 that I'm re-airing. So it's been a while, but I'm going to tell you why I'm doing it. So last week, I went through how to conduct a mid-year review, what that means, why it's important, how to do it. I took you behind the scenes of mine. And then I said I was going to really bring you into my July goals. I was going to tell you, you know, what I've done to grow my business. And as I was mapping all of that out and starting to record that episode for this week, I realized I've had this conversation before, but I've had it in a really effective and what I think is a fantastic way. And it drove me crazy. I was like, where have I heard this before? Is it just in my own head? Have I actually shared this information? And I found it. It was episode 26 of this podcast where I really went into the reason why I was going to share my goals, the reason why I was going to talk about everything that I was going to talk about. And that reason was to share with you what I have done year after year, time and time again, to double and triple my revenue. And this year, I'm on track to increase my revenue again, uh, have more time, uh, do it while loving my life, like all of these things that you hear, right? How to make more money and have more time and do it while loving your life that sound a little cliche, but you know me, I like to break things down into actions, tangible, make it a reality. And that's why I was going to take you into my goals for July and how my mid-year review and my mid-year refresh, how it affects all of that. Because I wanted to highlight for you, but none of that really matters if I'm not doing this. And as I was talking about what this is, which you're going to hear, it really is why all of my clients, all of my clients who are making, you know, six figures, multiple six figures, seven figures, I even have clients making eight figures are on track to make eight figures in their business, it's because they have embraced this, this one thing. They've embraced it and they let it infuse everything that they do. And so that's what I want to share with you today. I want to share with you the one thing that has allowed all of my clients and can allow you to increase your revenue In a when I say short, I don't mean like overnight, but in a shorter amount of time than what you think might be necessary, you know, while working hours that feel good to you, living a life that you love, all of that. I want to share that with you. And that's what you're going to hear in this episode, what this thing is. But I do need to tell you, because this is an older episode, uh, that there are a couple of things in here that are not relevant anymore. And so I feel like Lawyer Rita has to put a disclaimer out here on this podcast. Um, You are going to hear an offer referenced from one of my clients, uh, Katie Reese, who runs KT Media Strategies. That offer is no longer valid. (laughs) That offer was valid over a year ago, but that offer is actually no longer valid. So when you hear of an offer from Katie Reese, uh, just know that it's not currently available. But if it ever becomes available again, I will let you know. Um, The second thing is you're going to hear me say that I have three private client spots left and then I'm booked through July. That's actually not true. This was recorded back in February of 2020. I actually have two client spots left. And when these spots are full, I am fully booked 
through the end of the year, guys. So if coaching is something you've been thinking about, if you want to talk about it, then absolutely, you know, drop me a line. We'll have a call. We'll see if it's the right fit for you. Um, but after these two spots are full, I'm fully booked through the end of the year. And again, guys, the thing that I'm sharing in this episode is the thing that has made all of that possible and more year after year. The final thing, and this is the thing I need your feedback on, you're going to hear a segment in this podcast episode. If, you're, if you've been listening to my podcast since the beginning, you're going to remember this segment that I used to run. But I stopped it for a while as I was revamping my, my podcast, and I'm wondering if I should bring it back. So whether you have been a listener this entire time or you're a new listener, you're going to hear a segment called She's All In, where I highlight for one minute another entrepreneur who shares her story of what it meant to her to go all in on her business and how she did it. And I would really love to know, do you find this segment valuable? Would you love to have this segment back? I just need a yes or no on this segment. If you could email me at feedback at readamamedoit.com feedback at readamamedoit.com and let me know your thoughts on this. It would help me so much because that segment, it takes a little bit of effort. <laughs> and if it's valuable, I 100% want to bring it back to you. So there we go. There are my disclaimers. There are my caveats. But I think you are going to find this episode. I mean, I listened to it twice. <laughs> when I was like replaying it for myself to say, is this the one I really want to re-air for you? And it is. It is an incredible episode. I hope you have your pen, your paper, your finger on the pause button because you're going to want to take away a few things from this one. And remember, guys, my final thing, if you really want to be the CEO of your business, if you want to sit down and you want to have your own mid-year review because we're almost through that point, if you want to have your own mid-year review, if you want to uh, get the data, the metrics, and the strategies required to implement what you're about to hear, my mid-year review document, which I created, it's only $47. It is a template that you can use year after year. It's a workbook that guides you through conducting your own mid-year review and even your own solo CEO retreat. And you can use that quarter after quarter. <laughs> year after year, and it's only $47, but it goes away. Uh, you're listening to this on Thursday. It goes away tomorrow, guys. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it goes away like at the end of the week. Actually, you know what? The end of the month. We'll say at the end of the month. So that makes it clean and easy. It goes away at the end of June. So if you want it, if you want to have it, whether you're going to use it this year, you're going to use it in future years, you're going to want to go grab it before it retires. So everything that you hear here today, I've kind of put in this workbook and guide so you can sit down and be practical with it so you can actually do it and implement it. So I just wanted to remind you of that. But then you'll hear me next week when I interview Erin King about her book, Big Deal Energy. It is incredible. You are not going to want to miss this interview. She definitely has Big Deal Energy, but you're going to find out why that's important, how you can do it, what it means for your business. So join me next week as well. And I hope you love this episode. Don't forget to email me about the She's All In segment. Let me know your thoughts, yeah or nay. And have a good week, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. 
And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. This episode is exciting. And in fact, at the very end of this episode, there's an incredible offer that you might have heard about in the last episode where I interviewed Katie Reese, an incredible publicist, my own publicist, and the publicist for a few of my clients. She made an offer on how you can work with her for free. And so if you hold on till the end, I'm going to tell you about that again. It's just, it's incredible. It's exciting. But her episode inspired everything for today's episode. And so I have paired today's episode with a wine called The Investor. (laughs) And it's a red blend from a Napa Valley winery called Stag's Leap Winery. And the reason that I picked this wine is because it's described, and and they're not lying, (laughs) it's described as having a powerful presence. And that's exactly what Katie talked about last week when she talked about her success story of coaching with me and how working with me allowed her to step into a more powerful presence, a different way of thinking, and a different way of running her business so that she could be a CEO of her business. And the results that we'll recap again at the end, were incredible. Everything from doubling her revenue to having more time to ideal clients. But at the end of the day, it required her to do things in a different way, think in a different way, and that all linked back to taking scary actions. And I'm going to tell you why she was able to do that. Now, also, just pairing today with wine instead of coffee. So for you guys who know and listen to me regularly, you know that I pair every episode with a wine or a coffee. And I picked wine for this episode because winemaking is a risk. I mean, so is making coffee. But the things that make it risky are outside of a winemaker's control. Everything from weather to government regulations to industry trends based on consumer preferences, all of this stuff are risks to a winemaker. Winemaking is a very risky business, but we have tons of wines and wines exist. And I'm going to tell you why and how this also applies to your own business, because it's true of every business, right? From day one or the day that you decide to start a business all the way to year 10 or year 20, being a business owner requires you to take risks of all kinds and at every level. I mean, deciding to start a business is a risk. Creating a strategy and saying, I'm going all in on this one strategy and sticking to it is a risk. Narrowing your target market is a risk. Creating something is a risk. Raising your prices or hiring a team, joining a networking group, introducing yourself to someone, direct outreach, asking for the sale, posting something online, hiring a coach. It's all a risk. That's what this week's featured She's All In Entrepreneur did. And I'm happy to introduce you this week to Maggie Reyes. She is a marriage mentor and a life coach. And her story about what helped her go all in on her business is perfect with today's episode. So let's meet Maggie. Hey, this is Maggie Reyes. I am a life coach and marriage mentor and the host of the Marriage Life Coach Podcast. 
I help smart women have better marriages, and I think we go all in on our businesses over and over again in a variety of ways. Here is one of my turning point all-in moments. When I first trained as a coach at the Life Coach School, I stayed in HR and used all my coaching tools to change jobs, get promoted, make more money, so much fun. When I decided to leave the corporate world, I had to trust myself and my coaching tools to help me create something from nothing. That's what us entrepreneurs do, right? We create something from nothing. And I had to stay in that trust even when there was no outside evidence that all my efforts would lead to success. Right before my coaching business really took off, when it could have gone either way, my old CEO called me and asked me to join his startup, which is a division of a very big, very famous company that would totally be a dream job for someone. It just wasn't for me. I had to say no thank you, fully going on trust, and of course, all the mindset work, actual work work, that eventually my coaching business would thrive. And now it is thriving. But back then, all I had to go on was trust. If you want to learn more about how I help women create thriving five-star marriages, come on over to MaggieReyes.com or check out the Marriage Life Coach podcast wherever you love to listen to podcasts. I'm hoping what you see is that you have to take action before knowing that it will produce a result. That is exactly why it's a risk. You have to invest before you know that that investment is going to give you a return. You have to make a decision before knowing that it was the right decision. Isn't that true for everything that moves you forward in life? Everything that I've done that's changed my life for the better, it has been a risk. It has felt really scary. Going to law school, terrifying. Starting my own law practice, was horrifying. (laughs) I'll have to do a podcast episode about that later. I was way too young to do that. But I still did it. And it was terrifying. I mean, every relationship I've been in, every guy I've ever dated, I didn't know if they were going to work out. Running my singles group, singles in the suburbs, going on 35 dates in 35 days, quitting my job to become a dating coach, starting the All In Entrepreneur Facebook community, getting married, being a business coach, hiring an assistant, investing in my own coaches, raising my prices, changing my company name, turning down opportunities. In fact, in my last episode, Katie shared that that was the scariest thing that allowed her business to grow quickly, was saying no. But not just no to opportunities, no to business, no to money that people wanted to pay her. Saying no to potential clients and potential money is what allowed her to make more. But when she said no, she had no guarantee that that was going to be true or that more money was going to come through the door. So being a CEO, being a business owner, it involves risk. You have no way to know if all of these decisions are going to work out. Living life involves risk because you have no idea there if all of the decisions that you're going to make there are going to work out. You don't know if you're going to graduate, if you're going to get a job, if you're going to stay married. But I was able to do all of the things that I listed and more because I trusted myself. I trusted my ability to show up. I trusted my ability to take action. And more importantly, I trusted my ability to navigate anything that happened, any result that happened from taking action. 
I knew no matter what result I got, that I could make it work out in my favor. Now, at the beginning of this episode, I asked you to think about something that you want to do, but you're not doing. I can almost promise you that the reason that you're not doing it is because you don't trust yourself. Now, you think, (laughs) you think the reason you aren't doing it is fear-based. You're like, no, Rita, I trust myself. I'm just really scared that people won't buy it. I'm scared of rejection. I'm scared that it's going to fail. I'm scared that I'm just not going to know what I'm talking about. I'm scared that technical difficulties will happen. What if I get on Facebook Live and it doesn't work? I'm scared that no one's going to come to my event. I'm scared I'm going to put a deposit down and no one's going to buy tickets. I'm scared that it's just not the thing I'm going to do. It's not going to produce the results in the life or the business of the people that I'm providing the service to. But I really want you to see that it's not fear. It really is one level deeper. It's a lack of trust. Now, I was just talking yesterday to a client of mine, and she said, you know, I'm really having trouble with this Facebook Live thing, Rita. (laughs) And I said, okay, tell me a little bit about that. She's like, well, I'm not doing it. I want to do it, but I don't know why I'm not doing it. And I said, well, what do you think it is? And she's like, well, you know, I think it's fear. And I said, fear, you know, fear of what? I don't think it's fear, but (laughs) fear of what? And she was like, well, I think it's, you know, what if nobody logs on? What if nobody watches? What if nobody comments? And I said, okay, well, what else are you afraid of? What if I don't know what I'm talking about? What if I just ramble? What if I say things that don't make sense? What if I say inaccurate statements? And I said, hmm, you know, let's let's dig a little bit there. (laughs) You know, me and digging, right? Let's dig down a little bit. And really what she ended up saying was, you know, okay, if nobody logs on, I'm okay. I know people will watch on replay. Or even if nobody ever watches the video at all, it was practice to talk about something. Or I could use that video as a bonus or other content for something else. Or I just know that one day, right, somebody's going to come across it maybe a year later. Or there's value in simply just running through the Facebook Live. And she said, and you know, I know that I'll know what I'm talking about because I can prep. I can research, I can run it by somebody, I can feel really confident about what I'm talking about. So it wasn't really the fear. When she dug down, it was that she didn't trust herself. She didn't trust herself to be able to navigate the result of doing the Facebook Live, of what would happen if nobody logged on, of what would happen if she had to say words live. And when she was able to see the evidence that she could trust herself because she could think about things a different way, she could prepare, when she was able to see right that she could trust herself in that way, then she was able to move forward with it. And now she's going to do 30 days of Facebook Live, which is incredible. Another client, I had another client, and she wanted to quit her job and start her own business. And there's a lot of fear around that. I think we all know that, right? A lot of fear. But her issue was not fear. It was trust. And so that was stopping her from doing it. And this pinning it on fear gave her an excuse to not do it. So I gave her an exercise and I said, all right, I want you to run with this whole fear thing. (laughs) And I want you to ripple effect out why you're afraid. I want you to do it until it feels almost ridiculous. I want you to go until you feel you can't go anymore. And she said, okay. 
I'm scared to quit my job and start a business because I'm afraid that no one will hire me. And if no one hires me, Rita, then I don't make any money. And if I don't make any money, then my house and my car are going to be taken away from me. And not only that, but I won't be able to buy groceries, meaning I can't feed my children, meaning they're going to come take my kids away. And then I'm going to be living without a job, without a home, and without a family in a homeless shelter. And I said, okay, there we go. There's your ripple affected out fear. Now, I want you to tell me, where is the truth in that? Where is the truth in any of that? And she said, you know, I don't know, Rita, <laughs> because I don't know what'll happen. So all of this could be true. And I said, no, I want you to stop and really think about it. I said, what if you trusted in your ability to do things or to navigate results? How would that change your answer? And she said, okay. Thinking about it like that, <laughs> what's true is that maybe no one will hire me. And if no one hires me, then I won't make money from my business. I won't make money from my business. And that is true. That could be true. But everything else is not true. And she went on to explain, I could make money from other places. I have the ability to do that. I can go get part-time jobs and I can stop that whole trajectory that I ripple affected out. Or you know what? Even if I can't get money from other jobs, even if nobody else hires me, my house, my car, it's not going to be taken away because I'm an adult and I can research programs and grants and I can ask for assistance. And I have family that I know will step up and help me out if I really needed it. And my kids aren't going to starve because I have family family and they have a very robust supporting loving family and I have friends that love me and my kids and they're going to make sure that we're going to eat right so she thought that fear was what was stopping her the fear of what could happen but really with this exercise it allowed her to switch her perspective and see that she could navigate the results she could navigate whatever happened and that allowed her to trust herself which she hadn't realized she had stopped doing. And then she moved forward. I mean, the possibility of the results that she ripple affected out, they were still there. That hadn't changed. The only thing that changed was she reconnected with trusting herself to navigate any result that happened. Now, I'm going to ask you to do something so that you can start tapping into your trust right now. And at the end of the episode, I'm gonna tell you detailed actions like I always do about things that you can put into practice immediately. But I want you to just stop and think, what risk have you taken in your business or in your life that worked out or you know, is working out right now? Now, hit pause. <laughs> think about it. I could just sit here in awkward silence for a minute, but I'm not gonna. So hit pause and really think about it. Okay, good. So now you know, right, what's worked out. Now, what risks have you taken in your life or your business that haven't worked out? Now, I've had a lot, right? <laughs> I've had relationships that have ended. I have had programs and offers that no one bought. I've had sales calls where people have said no. I have posted things in the all-in entrepreneur or tried things. I remember trying to run like a monthly mastermind call and a book club and a podcast club and all of this stuff. None of that worked out, right? Um, a course that I bought gave me zero results. It ended up being a terrible course. I've invested in marketing strategies that had zero return. Uh, 
when I first started my Facebook community, my business, I named my business Women's Business Garden, right? Like I, that was the name of my business and my community. And it resonated with nobody, right? And I had to change the name of my business and the name of my community. But I've had a, a million other things <laughs> that have not worked out, risks I've taken that have not worked out. But I'm still here. I am running a profitable business. I'm coming to you running a podcast. I am running a thriving community. I have almost a full client load. I have a full mastermind group. I mean, the things that didn't work out didn't stop me. And the same is true for you because you are here listening to this podcast because you have a business or you're ready to take some kind of action to start a business and you're listening to this podcast for more actions to take because you're still here moving forward. So all of those things that haven't worked out for you, it hasn't stopped you. So why didn't they stop you? Why didn't all of this stuff stop me and why didn't it stop you? Because you navigated any result that's happened. I navigated breakups. I navigated the group not resonating with anybody. I navigated all of the offerings that fell flat. You've navigated whatever it was that didn't work out. Because you trusted yourself enough that you could decide to do something, that you could take an action or a risk because you inherently knew I could handle whatever comes. I can handle that. You know, for example, my client, right, about the Facebook Lives that I was telling you about, she just changed her perspective. So what? What if nobody comes? There's other value, right? That was a way that she knew I could handle whatever comes. Just a simple change of perspective. But she had lost sight of that trust. So all of the actions that you've taken without hesitating it's because you had connected with your ability to take actions or to navigate whatever happened as a result of taking actions. I'm going to tell you about one of my clients, Carrie. This story is incredible, but it's such a great example of how we think it's a sales problem or we think it's a marketing problem or we think it's a strategy problem or a fear-based problem but it really relates to a lack of trust. So Carrie contacted me because she had a law firm and she wanted to grow her law firm. And her law firm was actually doing well. Work was coming through the door and she could barely keep up with it. So she was telling me she wanted to grow her practice, yet she was truly maxed out with the work that came through the door. What she needed, right, was space for a new business to land. And that meant she needed to get support by the way of hiring a team for her business. She needed some new effective equipment. She needed to raise her prices. <laughs> she needed to do some things that would allow her to have less client work herself and give the space for the new business to land. But she had all these rules. She had these rules around money and when it was okay to spend money in her business and when it was okay to invest money. So I asked her, so why aren't you updating your tech? <laughs> like her tech was terrible. I mean, it was really, it was like old school carbon copy. I mean, not exactly like that, not a typewriter with carbon copy, but it was freaking close. And she had a secretary, but she needed a paralegal. She needed another attorney. Her copier, in her business was a home copier, like a, a just a, I mean, a printer, right? Like a printer that also does a copy that you you buy for your house. Have you seen 
how much paper an attorney has to copy and print out, right? So I asked her, why aren't you getting the new tech? Why haven't you hired the team? And so she told me one of these rules. And she's like, well, once I make X amount of money, then I'll be able to do these things, right? So I need to just pull in a little bit of money, just a little bit more money, so that I can hire these people and so that I can buy this technology. And that's why, that's why I've invited you here today, Rita, right? Like, that's why I'm talking to you. I would like you to give me a marketing strategy so that I can get just a little more business so that I'll have the money to go do these things. And I said, Carrie, I have to be honest with you, right? You're not going to make more money until you do these things. You have to get better equipment. You have to hire a team. It is the only way that you have any space or ability to make more money. And from her reaction to that statement, I knew that we needed to dig. Because again, she said, no, no, Rita, I really just need a marketing strategy. So I said, all right, look, I want you to tell me a little bit about some past history. She kind of rolled her eyes and she said, okay. But from this conversation, I found a few things out. I found out that her parents, while she had been growing up all her life, her parents spent money extremely frivolously and they weren't able to pay a lot of the bills many times on time or at all. And when she got to college, she mimicked that behavior. She spent money frivolously. She wasn't able to pay a lot of her bills on time or at all. And she ended up in a lot of debt, right? She ended up with a lot of issues. <laughs> she ended up with a lot of stress from that. But I mean, like 20 years had passed since college for her. And at this point, she had no debt. She even had a retirement account all saved. She had a successful law firm. But she could not trust herself to spend money wisely. She couldn't trust the investments that she was making or that she would make. She just couldn't trust herself to spend money in a smart way. That's why she created those rules. But those rules weren't based on facts. They were based on that distrust of the girl from college. And she tricked herself into thinking that those rules were helping her grow financially when really they were doing the opposite. They were simply what allowed her to not take actions and not make investments that would test her self-trust because that was a very uncomfortable place for her to be knowing what she knew from her past. So instead of a marketing plan, we worked together to create a plan that strengthened her belief in her ability to do three things, to spend her money wisely, to make money abundantly, and to take actions like a CEO so that she could realize true business and financial success. And after three months of implementing that trust plan and not a marketing plan, she had a full staff. She had proper equipment. I remember, <laughs> I remember the day that she texted me a photo of her brand new like copier printer. It was one of the huge commercial ones. And she was like, look. And I mean, she leased it, but that was a smart financial decision because I don't know if you know how much those things cost for like a law office or a, a big firm. Oh my gosh, so much money. But she was like, I leased it. And she knew she was going to want to upgrade technology in the future and get a better one. So you know, she just started trusting herself. She, had, I just, she was so excited. It was such a cute little text I got. She doubled her monthly revenue from $12,000 a month to like tw a little more than doubled it to like $26,000 a month. And I know that you've all had something similar, right? I have too, and maybe not with money, 
But there's something that happened in your past that has created some pattern that you're going to repeat until you trust yourself to do it differently. And this plan helped Carrie see that she wasn't the person now that she was then. That the Carrie now had a completely different situation, but also had knowledge and tools and a support system and resources that she didn't have when she was the Carrie in college. And you need to create that trust plan for yourself and your business. See that with the actions that you're not taking, that you aren't afraid of the result. I just want you to own that. I'm really, say, I'm not afraid of the result. If I do a Facebook Live, I'm not afraid of the result. If I ask this person to work with me, I'm not afraid of the result. Like, I'm not afraid of the no. I'm not afraid of no one locking on. I'm not afraid of nobody buying, right? But what I am afraid of is that I won't navigate it well. I won't navigate that nobody logs on well. I won't navigate the no well, right? I won't navigate the result well. And that I'm worried that it's going to derail me, that it's going to keep me from taking more action, or that it's going to spiral me into some black hole that I can't get out of. I really want you to own that because for 99%, of course, I have no way of knowing if that's an accurate statistic, but I feel it in my soul and I feel it in my heart and I feel it from personal experience and from working with many, many clients over the past six years, right? That that is what it is, right? You're not afraid of the actual result that will happen of not getting the sale, of no one joining your Facebook group, of whatever it is. You are afraid that that result is something you can't handle. And that you can't work through and you're going to let it knock you down and knock you off your path. I see it with dating clients all the time. If, you know, I ask for what I want, Rita, then what if he breaks up with me? Or what if he says I'm high maintenance? Or what if he pulls back? Or what if he whatever? But really the pulling back or the breaking up with them, it's okay because they actually don't want to be with somebody who's not going to meet their needs, right? What if I ask for what I need and he doesn't give it to me and he breaks up with me? It's like when I talk to them about it, they're like, I'm actually okay with that because I don't want to date somebody, right, who doesn't want to meet my needs. That's why I'm asking for them to meet my needs. But What they are afraid of is that they won't be able to navigate all the negative emotions that come from a breakup, all the sadness, all the anger, all the hurt, right? They're afraid that they just won't have the ability, right? They don't trust themselves to walk through all of those emotions successfully. They just think, I can't navigate that successfully. They're not actively thinking that. That's what their subconscious is thinking, right? And so then, right, they know, oh my gosh, this breakup, breakups in the past have spiraled me before. Once I've broken up with somebody, like this is where the past pattern like is in your head and you think it's going to repeat, right? Well, I remember X and X breakup and then I just like slept in bed for a whole month and I didn't do any work and I cried all the time and I wasn't going out and I fell into a depression and like maybe that's true. Maybe that happened before, right? But that was a different person at that moment. But because of the past pattern and because of like the memories and everything that comes up and in other areas too where they haven't navigated emotions well, they're just what is happening subconsciously is they don't trust their ability to navigate and walk through this emotion. And so they try to avoid it. They try to go around it. And that's why people stay with the wrong people or they won't ask for what they want or they, you see what I'm saying? They don't take the action. And that's what's happening with you. That's what's happening with entrepreneurs. It's the same thing. No trust in your ability to walk through the negative emotions of what if nobody logs on to my Facebook? What if somebody says no? What if 
nobody buys my program. If you trusted yourself to just walk through those negative emotions, it wouldn't matter, right? But instead you don't. And so you're trying to avoid having to feel that negative emotion because you don't trust yourself, right? I encounter this even on sales calls that I have with potential clients. If you sell anything in your business, which I imagine you all do, or you should be doing, because that's literally what makes a business <laughs> is a profit and selling something, right? So I know you sell a service, right? So let's talk about this. This is a great sales lesson for you to understand what is happening on your sales calls and with potential clients. But when people that I talk to say, you know what, Rita, this sounds great, but I'm not quite ready to participate in your mastermind group yet. Or Rita, this sounds great, but I'm not quite ready. Or wow, six months of private coaching at 7,500. I mean, that's outside of my budget right now. I'm not, I don't have that money right now in the bank. I don't have the full 7,500 right now. Like that's a little bit outside of what I can do. Whatever their answer is, I always, you know, First, I want to say, since this is a little teaching moment on sales, I always say that other people's money situation is none of my business. It's none of my business. So I don't try to dig into that with them. I don't. Some coaches say things like, or people, service providers in general, will say, well, let's talk about where you can free up money, or let's talk about where you're spending money, or let's talk about your credit cards, or let's talk about what access you have to money. Like, other people's money situation, it's none of my business, so I don't concern myself with that. But people's ability to trust themselves is my business because that ability to trust is exactly what creates a business, grows a business, runs a thriving, successful, sustainable, profitable business. So in this area, I do not hold back from having an honest conversation with them. And what I'll say, I directly come out and say, so I want to ask you a question, a couple of questions around this. Is this okay? And they're like, sure. And I'll tell them it's going to be an honest conversation because I think that this is important for you to really dig into, even if we don't work together for the success of your business. And they're like, yeah, no, I, I want to talk about it. And I say, so is it just a no? Like, like you know you're going to get coaching and you know that you're going to just, we're not a fit. And it's okay to tell me that I'm not a fit. I am not everybody's cup of tea. My personality, my style, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. So is it just that I'm not your cup of tea, right? I think maybe once or twice I've gotten like a, a very honest, like, you know, Rita, no, seriously, like that's it. <laughs> like, like I like you, but I need somebody who comes at it a little differently or I need somebody with a different energy or a different tone of voice or whatever. And I appreciate the honesty because it's really important that when you're hiring somebody that it's the right fit for you, right? So I just ask them, I give them permission to just say no. But that's like, I mean, 0.00013% of the no's or the not now's, right? Of the not now's that I get. So then I say, okay. So they'll go, no, Rita, I want to, it's a yes. Like, I do want to work with you. And I'll say, okay, do you believe that I can give you the results that you want? You say you want to hire me because you want to start making $10,000 a month in your business or you want to do this thing. Do you believe in my ability to actually bring you those results? 
Now, every now and then somebody's like, actually, you know, I'm really having a hard time seeing how working with a coach and working on mindset and even like working on a strategy is going to bring me these results because I've tried this strategy before or I've tried this thing before and it just didn't work, right? So then we can have an honest conversation about the real problem and I'm able to help them connect with the fact that what we're going to do together will bring the results, right? So that's the second thing. Like if people say, you know, I don't know, Rita, not right now. It either means no, and they just don't want to tell me that, or it means yes, but I'm not quite sure that this is going to bring me the results I want, and then we can have a conversation around it, right? But this this answer, this third one, is the biggest, most you know, frequent answer that I get when I have this conversation. So they'll go, Rita, I do want to work with you, and I am 100% certain that what you do will bring me results because I see other people getting results. I, I just, I know. I know that what you're saying and what you'll do with me will get me results. And I say, okay. So then I have to ask you this third question. Do you believe in your ability to do the work that will be required to get those results? Do you believe in your own ability to show up and do the work? And do you believe and trust in your ability to navigate whatever happens from taking those actions? Whatever results happen, do you believe that you can work them out to your favor? And this is where it always says the truth. (laughs) The answer is, I don't. I don't show up. I don't have consistency. I've hired other coaches before and didn't do the work. I've whatever, and I don't trust in myself. I mean, think about it, right? If it's a yes, Rita, I like you. (laughs) I want to work with you. Yes, Rita, I know that you can get me results. And yes, Rita, I know that I'll do the work. I will do it and I will be able to navigate whatever happens and I will be able to make this whole investment and anything that results from it work out in my favor because I trust myself, then it is a no-brainer to hire me. It's a no-brainer to make the first payment. When you have that trust, you don't have to have the whole $7,500 in the bank, right? You're like, no, I got the first payment. I'm going to make the first payment. And then I just trust that all the stuff's going to line up and I'm going to be able to make the second and the third and the, you know, I had a client, in fact, who is now finishing her six months of coaching with me. But when she went to hire me, she was like, I don't have all the money. And she said, but you know what, Rita, I'm going to trust myself to figure it out. And she's never missed a payment and she's never been late on a payment, right? Because she had that trust or she said, I'm ready to trust. And we worked on tapping into that, right? And so on these sales calls, it might not even be right then that they hire me or when you're putting this into your business situation that they hire you, right? It might not be right then. But the ones that say, yeah, it's you, Yes, I believe you can get me results. And yes, I believe that I'm going to do my part and I'm going to show up for my part, right? They are the ones that will then hire me at some point because they believe in their ability to figure it out. And they might hire me then with just the first payment or they might come back a week later or a month later, but they always hire me because they just trust in their ability to make it work. And that will be the same for you. And oftentimes when people see, like the client that I I shared with you who you know, there was a bigger conversation around that when she's like, I don't have the full 7,500. When she saw that that was linked to a lack of trust in herself to make it work, to figure it out, to make the next payment, she knew that that lack of trust was also holding her back in other areas of her life and her business. And she was ready to fix that. She was ready to get rid of that, right? So 
If you are hesitating to invest in a coach or in anything in your business, I want you to ask yourself those same questions. This thing that I'm wanting to invest in, whether it's a coach or a team member or equipment, whatever it is, do I believe that this will help me get the results that I'm wanting from investing? And if the answer is yes, then ask yourself, do I trust in my ability to do my part? And do I trust my ability to figure it out? And do I trust my ability to navigate whatever happens from making this investment? And chances are the answer is going to be no, and that's why you're hesitating. So you need to connect with the evidence that allows you to trust yourself. So how do you do that? It's time for those tangible action takeaways. It is action time, CEOs. It is time to be the CEO, right? Not just talk about it, but do it. And so I really hope you take what I give you, these tips, and put them into practice. And these are things that you can put into practice immediately. So tip number one, to tap into this trust, to reconnect with trusting yourself, to show up, to take actions, to navigate whatever, to make whatever happens work out for you, you have to know yourself. You have to know yourself inside and out. And believe it or not, even though we live with ourselves all day, every day, we don't actually know ourselves very well or we're not honest with who we are. We actually see ourselves differently than what we are because it's very uncomfortable to be vulnerable even with ourselves and authentic even with ourselves and own who we are. So how do you do this? Well, I mean, there are lots of ways. Now, I'm going to say this isn't the full picture, right? This is something I work with clients on. It's very individual. And if that's something you want to work on, then I'm going to tell you how you can at the end. But this is enough to get you started, okay? So number one, you have to know your core values. You need to really understand what core values are and what yours are truly, not what you want them to be, but what your core values are right now. And they are, they ebb, they flow. You have to check in with your core values. You know, time and time again, as your life changes, the order of your core values or the core values themselves, they change. So it's important because your actions need to be in alignment with your core values. So my core values are things like community, action, financial independence, family. And the reason it's important to know, there are lots of reasons it's important to know. But for this purpose, it is really easy to make decisions about what to do or not to do, about uh, choices to make, things to implement, whatever, because you'll know if it's in alignment with your core values or not. So that's like the first thing you really need to know. The next thing is to do a self-inventory. This means tapping into and identifying all of your strengths, all of your skills, your educational experience. I'm talking about professional and personal. Life experience counts, right? Everything you've ever done that's given you any kind of knowledge, any kind of thing, like you need to like lay it all out. And I actually have a format that I work on with clients to map out this true self-inventory. But you need to create some kind of self-inventory so that you can see it all. I mean, pen to paper self-inventory in a very detailed way so that you can see all of these things, all of these strengths, all of these skills, all of your experience, all of your education, everything professional, personal, everything in this really detailed way. And then the third way to get to know yourself is to find the evidence that you need from this stuff. So review that self-inventory because it's going to show you that you're going to be able to work through anything. <laughs> you're going to find in that self-inventory all the skills, the strengths, the experience, everything that shows you, hey, look, 
this shows me that I have what it takes to take this action. I have what it takes to work through the emotion. I have what it takes to make whatever the result is work out, to navigate this, right? Because you're going to be looking at where else in your life or where else in your business have you done these things, taken these same kind of risks, and they worked out or you worked it out for you, or that you have everything you need to be able to do that. And then the last thing, so now that you know how to know yourself, the next thing that you need to be able to tap into trust is to know your business. Because we're talking about this from a point of view of being a CEO. So the two things that you need to connect with evidence that allows you to trust yourself is you have to know yourself. And now you know that you can know yourself by your core values and a self-inventory and finding evidence. But the second thing you need is to be clear on your business. In a CEO business level detail, you need to know who you serve clearly, narrowly in detail. You need to know what they're thinking. You need to know the results that you help them achieve. You need to know your process, a repeatable process for being able to help them achieve those results. You need to know how a CEO spends their time and have all the tools and systems that you need to be doing those things in your CEO time. You have to be very, very clear about the priorities in your business and the strategies that will help you advance those priorities. You have to know what your short-term goals are, and you have to know what your long-term goals are, and you have to be creating strategies and making decisions and choices between to get you from one to the other. You have to be very, very clear on a variety of these bigger picture CEO things. So not the day-to-day of your business and not just, I'd like to make money and here's how I like to do it. You have to be clear in this bigger picture, bigger CEO way. And when you know yourself and you have extreme clarity from the CEO viewpoint of your business, you can't go wrong. That's what my client, Katie Reese, who I interviewed in last week's episode, told everyone and said that was what made a difference in her business. That was why she hired me. She was running a business and it was going well, but she was not looking at it from a CEO point of view. She didn't fully have an inventory of all of her abilities, but she had a good amount of trust in her strengths and her skills. But what she didn't have was that CEO clarity in her business. She didn't have the bigger long-term plan. She was being reactive to the day-to-day. She knew, I need money. I need clients. Here's what I do. And she just went day-to-day, next step to next step, very reactive. She didn't have a bigger vision. She didn't have a detailed strategy. She wasn't exactly sure, right, the workflows and the processes and the things that would help her execute on the vision. Again, day-to-day, next step, she was providing a service. She said, I was a service provider. But what I wasn't doing was running a business. So providing a service is not the same thing as running a business. And so we worked together on all of the evidence that she needed to trust herself to do the scary things that a CEO has to do, to take those big risks that a CEO has to take. And she realized big results right? Because those scary things were creating strategies and sticking to them, even when it seemed like no results were coming from the strategy. To sit in the discomfort and see it through, it was saying no. Like she said, the scariest thing that she did that was the thing that helped her grow her business besides hiring me was saying no to money that people wanted to give her. That is scary. It was hiring 
other publicists. It was hiring her support staff. It was delegating and letting things go, right? All of these risks she was able to take because she tapped into that trust because we worked together to actually shift her mindset and her actions to a CEO by getting clear on a variety of things that are just very hard to get clear on when you're in the day-to-day service provider role of your business. This is why they're mentors and coaches, right? This is what people help people do because it's very easy to not be able to see the forest through the trees, right? And she said that in one year of working with me and doing this, her income doubled, her offerings were more diverse and more appealing. She had tons of time for herself and her family. She was working with her ideal clients, which was her favorite thing. And she said in one year and only one year of working with me and doing this and being the CEO and having the support and the coach to help her step into that new role out of the service provider and into the CEO, her revenue doubled. Her offerings got not only more diverse, but more appealing. She had more time for herself and more time for her family. She said her favorite thing was working with her ideal clients. She was filling, she is still filling her business with her ideal clients. And she has a full team, right? She was able to create this full team to support all of this. And it was all from trust. It was all from stepping into the CEO role, which is all trust-based. It wasn't a new marketing strategy, although we did that. It wasn't a new, you know, sales plan, although we talked about sales, right? But really at the root of it, it was this new level of trust in herself to do the things that a CEO has to do, to untangle herself from her business so that she could be a person (laughs) that owns a business instead of being the business. Being the CEO who takes risks is what creates huge shifts in your finances, in opportunities, and ultimately in the success of your business. So if you aren't willing to take risks and practice patience while waiting for the results from those risks that you're taking, your growth will be stifled. You have to embrace the discomfort that comes from a new way of thinking and being in your business. And that is freaking scary. (laughs) That requires full trust in yourself. So if you are ready, if you are ready to be the CEO of your business, if you're ready to give yourself that promotion, if you're ready to sit in that CEO office, then I want to help you get there. Right now, I have three private coaching spots that are becoming available. They become available at the end of this month. And once these three spots are filled, I am completely maxed out for private coaching through July. But not only do I have three client spots to be able to help you, this is where I said Katie made an offer on how you can work with her to get publicity in your business for free. I mean, Katie is a big time publicist. She's my publicist, right? She gets clients on national news, local news, in every print and publication that you ever read, getting books like known and in bookstores and getting people on stages and all kinds of things, right? Katie said she is celebrating the success that she's had from working with me, and she understands how scary it is to make that investment. She did it, but she recognizes that it can be a very scary and vulnerable place to be to make a true investment, right? Remember, taking a risk before you know that it's going to give you results, trusting in yourself to do the thing, trusting in yourself to work it out. She knows how scary that is. And she said, I want to reward people, Rita. I want to reward the next three people who sign up with you to take those spots. And I said, well, cool. Tell me, how do you want to reward them? She said, the next three people to sign on with me, 
get a 90-minute intensive with her to take your publicity to the next level. So maybe you're not getting any and it's going to put a publicity plan in place for you or maybe you are and it's going to hone it and refine it. You're going to understand what you need to do, right, to pitch yourself and to be seen and where you need to be seen and you're going to get a lot of clarity. So together, Katie and I are going to help you boost your business to that next level. I mean, this is an incredible deal because you're getting double support and not just double support, but from two people who already know each other and work together well. So if you know the business strategy, business coaching, learning how to be the CEO of your business, learning how to untangle yourself so you can do the things that you know need to be done, the actions you know need to be taken to get your business to the next level, if you know that that plus visibility plus credibility, authority, and visibility that comes from working with a good publicist will bring you to the next level results in your business. If you know that you are ready to trust yourself or expand that trust, if you are just tired of not trusting yourself, if you're tired of not taking action in your business, then schedule a call with me today. Because these three spots will fill, and once they're full, again, they're gone and Katie's offer is gone and I'm not free again until July. And do you really want to wait until the second half of the year? I mean, we're already a quarter into the year almost. Like, do you really want to wait for these results? That's what we talked about at the beginning. You're waiting. And the reason you're waiting is you don't trust yourself. But that lack of trust is going to hold you back time and time again in so many areas. So till you defeat it, until you trust yourself again, right? You're going to find yourself in the same pattern. Let's break the pattern. Schedule a call with me. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited to help you go all in on your business, shift into the CEO role while still being the service provider of your business, understanding how that works in a real, full, robust way so that you can realize big results in your business today. And then I'm excited to work alongside of Katie with you to be able to help you boost that visibility of everything that you're doing to the next level, to be the authority, to be the expert, to have the credibility, to make the impact that you want so you create the revenue that you want. And I will talk to you next week on another episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It Show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.